it was very surprising because you don't see turnover like this happen too often at Illinois, especially in the same year that the president also resigned. Kyle Brennan also has a new job in Utah working for a Clemson Collect, but it was very surprising. Now, taking over the position for uh, Kyle Brennan was Dr. Jerry Biggs. She has tons of experience in uh, advisement and working in marketing, and I had interim president Dr. Andave Tarhuli on the air with me, and he said that once everybody gets back on campus on on this upcoming fall semester, he's going to meet and sit down and begin a possibility of a national search. It's an interesting situation at Illinois State. I don't think that they have had something like this happen in quite some time. You know, I think any kind of shared experience can help when you're a coach. And we've got a couple guys with experience in it. But in the end, uh, when that ball tips up, it's all about those guys on that court. You know, you got to get them ready. But they got to be able to handle the pressure. Um, they've got to be able to play through adversity. Uh, they've got to be consistent over three days. One thing I always do share with them, there's no more fun in basketball. Well, I say that. There's not much more fun in basketball than winning in St. Louis. I feel very confident in our team against anyone. Uh, it doesn't matter what school you name, I'm going to be confident in our team. So it really is just a matter of taking care of the ball on our side of the net. You know, when we're passing well, we win the match. It is, there's a direct correlation. So I think for us, the first and most important thing we have to focus on is our health. Um, you need to just use your strengths at their highest level. Well, obviously, if, you, if we look at the Eastern game and then the game they uh, played the day before, that's a 46 nothing victory and a 48-10 victory. So what stands out to you? The impressive offensive numbers. You've got Brady Davis, who's throwing the lights out of the ball. Spencer Schnell is tearing it up as a receiver. Um, and then you've got, obviously, Markel Smith and James Robinson. I think they're the backbone of this offense. You know, injuries can almost always hinder a team season, especially when it happens to your key players. As we But I really like how you said these young women are stepping up. You know, we have freshmen, sophomores who really didn't see any playing time last year. So it's really, they're still kind of like freshmen on the court. There's no question that uh, fans are frustrated, and I'm sure there's people um, in athletics who are frustrated with the way the season ended. I mean, Dan would tell you that he's probably frustrated uh, with the way that the season ended. Um, there is no question that the team fell short of the expectations that it had. Uh, yeah, there's no question. Dan Muller was brought in here to win basketball games, and, and uh, they should have probably done that a little bit more often than they did this year. Yeah, definitely. There's been... Even just in this short season, it's like we said, Steve Holmes' first season as a Redbird head coach. We've seen a big culture change. You know, these guys, they're here to win. They know they can win. A lot of excitement in the team and surrounding the team. These guys know how good they are, and they know what they're capable of, and they're finally getting that recognition. Hey, this is Nate Jones. Hey, everyone. It's Luke Stuckmeyer. This is Neil Doyle. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, and ISU Redbird alum. Hey, everybody, it's Marcus Grant. Hey, this is Alex Doliner. Hey, Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. It's now time. It's now time. It's now time for the fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 73rd episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farley here with you on July 24th, 2023, welcoming listeners to the 73rd episode of Will's 5th Quarter Special. I'm your host this evening for this special edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk as we are going to be covering, as we usually do, Illinois State Redbird Athletics on the Redbird Sports Update. Glad to have that back here once again on this episode 73 
and we're gonna have a really good guest coming on and I'll explain why you know he's coming back to the show in just a moment but we have a very exciting moment historically here in the history of Will's of course special if you guys haven't seen our website yet go to wills of course special.com or our Facebook profile William D Farlow and you'll see why this is such a exciting moment and special episode right here in the show's history we have a new segment for you guys something I've been working on during it's uh, a new segment that I think is going to take the show to the next level it'll be currently taking the place of Will's fifth quarter trivia now it's now time Will's fifth quarter special fans for the segment that takes fans deeper into a quote from the average sports interview do you ever want to know more about a quote made by an athlete coach or front office person it's Will's weekly sports quote where we read between the words and fill you in on what you need to know as it happens. Each week we'll feature a new quote from a sports interview or press conference, followed by our expert analysis after the quote is stated. For the first time in the history of Wills with Court Special, this is a segment where you will get a different Wills weekly sports quote in every blog post, live stream, or audio episode. Fans, we want you to join the conversation too. You can share a quote we don't pick that stands out to you right on our social media at William D. Farlow, Facebook and Twitter, Will Farlow 44 the Snapchat, and Will's Fifth Quarter Special on Instagram, and on our website contact page at willsfifthquarterspecial.com. We will feature fan quotes selected on future Will's weekly sports quote content. The fourth quarter buzzer has now sounded. Media officials have now turned off their mics and devices. Athletes, coaches, and other talent have left the presser. It is now time for the first ever Will's Weekly Sports Quote. Now this one, Will's Quarter Special fans, I think is a really good one for this time of year. It's a baseball-related quote. It comes from Daryl Vince Scowen, and it's from the White Sox post-game interview he did with White Sox starting pitcher Lucas Giolito. So as some of you are new to this segment for the first time, as I mentioned, I'm going to read the quote. We're going to dissect it a little bit and analyze what it means and how it could impact that player or the team or situation in sports. Lucas Giolito was interviewed by Daryl Vince Scowen after the game. He got his 1,000th career strikeout yesterday in the 5-4 extra inning loss to the Minnesota Twins. Like every player in a contract year or playing for a team that's underperforming, he ends up in trade rumors. And he was asked about the trade deadline, of course, and this is the quote from Lucas Giolito, interviewed by Daryl Vinscowen of the Chicago Sun-Times. Lucas Giolito said on the trade deadline, I am cool with it. Whatever happens, happens. Same thing I've been telling you. It's not really on the forefront of my mind when it comes to when I'm here and I'm getting ready to pitch, and I go out and pitch. So we're going to take this little by little here. So he's saying he's cool that whatever happens, happens. And what I see from this is, you know, every player handles trade rumors differently. They handle it in a good way, a bad way. Most players handle it in a positive way. You know, it, it appeals to the team that they might be traded to or, you know, another team that might be looking at them. It helps raise their morale to that other team and selling themselves. But also it looks good to the current team they play with and it could rub off on the other players that they maybe mentor or uh, they set an example to. So I really commend Lucas Giolito in this situation when he's asked about the trade rumors and these players in trade rumors are asked time after time after time and again until the trade deadline's done and they're either traded or they stay. I think Lucas Giolito handled it with real class. You know, he's focusing on his game and that really speaks to just him as a person and his character. You know, he's a love for the game, but he's focusing on it. He's focusing on his team, helping his team win baseball games while he's still with the White Sox. And I think that just really reflects to the White Sox, even though they're having a rough season, that really looks out to the young players like Dylan Cease, Michael Kopech, some of the other young bullpen arms like Gregory Sanders. Santos and uh, some of the young hitters as well. It looks to this team, you know, hearing what Giolito said is, hey, he might be traded from our team that's not doing too well, but he's still playing for us. And, you know, that rubs off to those players that they can do that too. You know, no matter what the season's going or no matter how they're playing, 
they're still playing the best of their ability if they can as players. And I think this Will's weekly sports quote, the first one, is a really good fit here uh, with Lucas Giolito. So <laughs> whatever happens, happens. I totally agree with Giolito uh, in terms of the trade deadline. But I think this is a really great Will's weekly sports quote. So so be on the lookout for future Will's weekly sports quotes. As I said, for the first time in the history of Will's score special, this will be a segment that's on all of our media covered format. So you can see it on a blog post, live stream, or right here on audio episodes as you're listening to the first one here on episode 73. Now we're headed into the interview portion of the show where it's somebody and it's Blake Haas. We're going to be talking Illinois State Redbird Athletics. It's the summertime, so there's not much sports going on from college sports like over there as well. But we're going to talk about uh, their new athletic director, Kyle Brennan, left the team of uh, the Illinois State organization and uh, the people that ran sports programs there on the campus in Bloomington Normal. So we're going to talk about the new athletic director that's taking over for Brennan this year. We're going to talk about Illinois State football and Illinois State volleyball as they're getting ready for their seasons late next month and it's just important to talk about not just that but things that also go on because there's also other things that go on in the offseason teams get maybe a player in an issue or something but Illinois State right behind their well-known Horton Fieldhouse in the process of building an indoor sports uh, facility for their athletes so here's my interview with Blake Haas. Blake Haas good to have you back on it's been a long time coming dude how are things going? And things are going good. It's a pleasure to be back on Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Always love reading about the stuff on Will's Fifth Quarter Special as well. And it's just, it's good to be back on. It's I'm proud to see where this podcast is going. Well, yeah, you are on Historic Episode 73. Uh, we do have a new segment out that you have to check out after this is all up. But, yeah, it, we, we had to go to someone that really knows Reverend Sports. And, by the way, guys, uh, Blake, uh, as we, I mentioned, he, he and I were students the last time he was on. He's in a really good evening sports show. Got to give him a shout-out over there at WJBC. If I'm correct, you're on 4 to 6, remind the fans, just to make sure I have that down correctly, right? 4 to 6 at yeah, I'm on 12.30 a.m.? Yeah, I'm on from 4 until 6 on AM 1230 and FM 102.1. I'm also the uh, news director here, and I'm the executive producer for all Illinois Athletics. So this is right up my alley. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you heard it here first. Go check out him at JBC, guys, if you like what you hear on this interview. But, yeah, Reverend Sports, uh, let's get to the interesting topic. During the year out of nowhere, Kyle Brennan, uh, who I thought was doing a pretty good job, you know, I'm coming from the alum perspective, seems like he was doing pretty good with the athletic programs over there, you know, helping with the indoor practice facility they were breaking ground on. And Like, did it shock you that he left the uh, Illinois State University family out of nowhere? And uh, Tell us about the person that took his place as well. Yeah, that's a great question, Will. And, you know, you only get good questions here at the fifth quarter special, really good stuff. Uh, for me, as an alum myself, but also someone who works at Illinois State directly, it was very surprising because you don't see turnover like this happen too often at Illinois, especially in the same year that the president also resigned. Dr. Terry Goss Kinsey resigned from her position as well. Kyle Brennan also has a new job in Utah working for a Clemson Collective, which is an NIL, name, image, and likeness, where he's working not directly with the university, but kind of with the university. It's kind of weird how that's set up, but it was very surprising. Now, taking over the position for uh, Kyle Brennan was Dr. Jerry Biggs. She has tons of experience in uh, advisement and working in marketing. She teaches at Illinois State and marketing, and her goal was, kind of just to fill the position for however long needed. And she said, you know, before she got the position that, look, I have put in for retirement. I'm going to retire in six months. Now in a recent interview here on WJBC, she said, I'm liking the position. 
and I had interim president Dr. Andave Tarhuli on the air with me here on the afternoon show, and I asked him point blank, I said, look, you know, there's you're filling in now for a president who resigned. You're also appointing Dr. Jerry Beggs to the AD position. What does the future of the AD office look like? Because there is a lot of movers and shakers. You know, there's a lot of donors that need to be met with and hands that need to be shook and babies need to be kissed and whatever maybe. You know that you get the point. And he said that once everybody gets back on campus on on this upcoming fall semester, he's going to meet and sit down and begin a possibility of a national search. Now, what that looks like and if Dr. Jerry Biggs takes the position, I asked him that, he said, well, she has to apply just like everybody else. So it's an interesting situation in Illinois State. I don't think that they have had something like this happen in quite some time. Well, how does this impact also at the domino effect? How do you think it impacts the uh, programs, athletes, coaches? Does it affect any of that, do you think, at this point in a negative way, or do you think – um, you know, Illinois State's programs are pretty well built. The SIDs, Mike runs a, runs a good tight ship over there. Do you feel like all those programs connected to this AD change will be okay, or do you have concerns about how this impacts them? Yeah, another great question. I don't think there's too many concerns from the coaches. I know Brock Spack's been here on WJBC talking about his football program. They're just worried about the, the, their own sport. Each coach is worried about their own sport. I know Allie Matters with volleyball and and uh, Mr. Holmes with baseball. So they're not really worried about what's happening at the AD office. Yeah, does it impact them? Yes, directly it does 100%. But at the end of the day, they're hired to do a job. And, you know, for Brock Spack, it's him for football. It's Alley Matters for volleyball. Illinois State has been all MVC for the past four seasons. Now, that's been with Larry Lyons as AD and Kyle Brennan as AD and Dr. Gary Biggs as AD. So it doesn't really matter who's sitting in the, the title position or the title chair, Illinois State Sports has been successful with or without. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they've been a pretty good fixture over the years in Missouri Valley, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I'm going to touch briefly on this while we have some time. You mentioned the baseball coach. I wasn't even thinking about it until you brought that up because they've had a lot of players, once again, drafted just recently in a major league baseball draft. So, like, what did you what do you think of that? You know, from a mid-major school like Illinois State, you're seeing these players representing not just the school but the state of Illinois as well. You know, players from a school in Illinois going into the major leagues. You know, in the system, and I think if I'm correct, Blake, just on a side note, John Gray made the Triple A for the Royals, right? And they yeah, you're one or two different. pro pitchers for the Twins as well. Brent Hedrick, who I think was there when we were students. Yeah, I actually uh, I had Brett on the air with me uh, two weeks ago, the day after he got called up, and we were talking about uh, the whole process going from Illinois State to now playing for the Twins, and he said it, it's huge, especially as a pitcher who's a softball. A softball. It, it, it's big for him. Now, Illinois State also had a recruit coming in this year as a freshman, got drafted today, signed with the Dodgers. I mean, it's just – you look at uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Paul DeYoung's playing for the Cardinals. I mean, it's it's huge, especially when you have a head coach – and Steve Holmes, who played for the Giants back when he was, you know, going through his own double-A to triple-A to major leagues, the person that – this is an interesting fact – the person that was uh, the bullpen catcher of that team was Benji Molina, Yadier Molina's brother. So when Benji came down from the St. Louis Cardinal Caravan two summers ago, he met with head coach Steve Holmes and was talking about their times as the Giants. So it's 
it's cool to see a coach building that pipeline to the major leagues, especially at a mid-major school like Illinois State. Yeah, I think it's just like we were like you were saying. That definitely answered some of my questions. It's a big thing for mid-major schools as well compared to players that come from other big programs. Uh, so I got to get into the volleyball. We're going to talk about the football, but volleyball has been, you know, they had a very well-developed program when I was there under Leah Johnson. She goes to Michigan State. Allie Matters, from what I've seen, has just continued. And you can might correct me on it, but she's continued that success they're having in that program. I mean, Illinois State's historically always been known for women's, men's basketball, and football, but i got to be honest, Blake, I think volleyball is starting to take over those fall and winter sports as, like, the king of one of the, the higher, you know, successful programs at Illinois State currently. Well, you're 100% correct. Well, that's why this is the best podcast there is. I mean, looking at the volleyball team, last year, yeah, when fans see the record, they struggled. But it's because you had players that got hurt, and you had some players that medically retired and were still a part of the team but just couldn't play due to injuries. So it's been a tough riding for uh, head coach Ali Matters and company. Now today they hired a new assistant. Hayden Wagner was the one of the assistants last year. He left about a week ago and got a position with Wake Forest. Today Illinois State Volleyball hired Courtney Wagner as an assistant coach. She's also a two-time All-American in Wisconsin Whitewater, which plays – uh, Illinois Westland here in Bloomington Normal as a middle hitter and a native of DeKalb, Illinois. So she's got that uh, recruiting pipeline as well. So she's a good hire for Allie Matters and company. Yeah, I'm just looking at the roster. It looks a lot younger. If, you know, I mean, we got a few graduate student players. That's always happened before. But would you say they're targeting more in-state players as well? Because looking at the roster, they have a bigger majority of players from Illinois. And, you know, just kind of looking at, you know, they got a sophomore out of Romeoville, grad student out of Yorkville, nearby in the port, too. I mean, it, do you think they're starting more to connect the players that are closer to the university, not just out of state, would you say, in the recruiting? Yeah. That's a great question. Every coach at Illinois State, their forefront is to recruit from Illinois heavy in Illinois because when you have donors looking at your roster and they say, well, none of your kids are from Illinois, why should I give you money? It makes kind of a big difference. So for Aldi Matters and company, the biggest thing is recruiting from Illinois first and then going out to uh, up Florida, which is a powerhouse uh, state for volleyball, going down south, which is known for volleyball as well, and the Carolinas, which are known for volleyball. So, yeah, we lost a lot of talent, and uh, Leah Johnson going to Michigan State, Shara Kushner going to Marquette, and many other names as well transferring out. But it always happens when you get a new head coach, right? You're always going to see turnover. But it's nice to see where Aldi Matters is taking this volleyball program. It's it's looking sharp, and I'm looking forward to this upcoming season. Now we're going to head over to football. They got a lot of new players, uh, it looks like. So we're just going to connect to recruiting right there. I'm seeing some even more Illinois natives here. You know, football didn't have the season they hoped for last year. I mean, I think a lot of Redbird fans are still having that poor taste of 38 to nothing to start last year against the Wisconsin Badgers. So do you maybe see, um, from what you've heard in the offseason, their program in a better direction from last year? Or what do you think of the football team under uh, Coach Beck coming into this year? You know, you mentioned that Wisconsin game, and it was tough for Illinois State. But out of the gate, if you were listening really closely to the game and watching it closely, Illinois State hung in there with them. I mean, they were playing neck and neck until about the, the third quarter. Now, here's the difference. Illinois State lost their running back at that first snap of the game. First snap of the whole year, 
And uh, he was supposed to be, you know, all MVC at running back. Well, they lost him. He broke his leg. First snap of the game. So that hurt them already. Then Tink Hintz came – or not Tink Hintz, excuse me. Uh, one of their running backs came in, and he got hurt as well. So they were down two running backs. They had to go to the pass game. The pass game wasn't working, so it was just a rough year. But, however, they have picked up in the transfer portal this year some really good recruits. They have one coming out of Duke, and they have a couple other guys that are playing D1 ball. This team is going to be something to fight with. I know Brock Speck was not happy with the results last year. We'll see what he can do this year. Yeah, I'm just looking at the roster. A lot of defensive back improvements, more receivers, quarterback. Uh, might be the same guys last year. We'll see because it looks like they had a younger guy uh, out of Bloomington uh, right over there by ICU, so we'll see what happens. But um, we got to talk about the other thing that's definitely interesting that you mentioned Kyle Brennan. Um, this is something he started before he, you know, departed for uh, more warmer climates out west over there in southwest at Utah. Um, the indoor practice facility, from what you've seen over there being near their campus, how's the progress of that, uh, you know, project going, from your opinion? <laughs> well, you're asking a tough question here in uh, Central Illinois. It's kind of been a, a sore subject for a lot of people. The indoor bubble, as we're calling it, is – supposed to be completed by the end of August, the beginning of September. So the Redbirds should be able to practice in there once the weather starts to turn a little bit. But due to costs, due to supply constraints, and due to everything else, there's been movement over there, but it hasn't been as much as Illinois State has certainly hoped. Now, the base of it has been laid. The bubble part of it obviously isn't up yet, nor is the turf down. When I say the base, I mean the, the dirt so to say, underneath the turf has been leveled out and there's been a formation around it. But other than that, they're trying to fight through supply supply constraints of the pandemic and everything else in between. But there is movement, and hopefully, as I've been told, it's going to be done by the end of August and beginning of September. Well, we'll fill fans in on social media. Blake, glad to have you on again. Uh, you're a good friend of the show, a uh, very close friend of mine. Appreciate your support to not just me but the show, man, and We'll have you on again soon. I know we just talked about that, but I can't say which one we'll have you on again for until uh, we, you know, we can't spoil the surprise for the fans. So uh, good having you on again, and uh, keep up the good work. As we mentioned, fans, Blake's on over at WJBC, 1230 a.m. If you're in central Illinois or if you're not, there's radio apps, tune in radio. Go check that stuff out. Well, it's always a pleasure to be on the Will's Fifth Quarter Special. It's a great podcast. Listen to it a lot, and I read a lot of your stuff. Great stuff. Thanks so much for having me on, and I really Host Will Farrell here with you back on episode 73. Really good insight there. It's always good to talk college sports. And whenever I do that, like here on Will Score Special as well, during the summer when it's not happening, gets you ready to start watching it already, even though it's not late August and early September. Gets you excited for college athletics starting up once again. And, you know, really interesting stuff. Blake gave us some really good insight on how this athletic director could hopefully continue what Kyle Brennan did when he was with Illinois State. He did some pretty good things as an athletic director for the university there in Bloomington Normal. So we hope this new athletic director does well for the area and those programs and sports. Uh, The indoor sports complex, I think, is going to be a pretty key addition for those teams. And volleyball of those two has to be my favorite to talk about because you don't hear a lot about college volleyball sometimes on sports shows and it's just really exciting to see what the Illinois State program continues to do on there in Bloomington normal with the volleyball program so we wish as usual on a River Sports Update all those Illinois State teams athletes coaches we wish them nothing but the best here in their off seasons 
and uh, success in their upcoming seasons. Will's Sports Special fans, we're now headed into the favorite ending segment of the show everyone enjoys. It's Will's Sports Movie Moment. We all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. The seven gives myself, my guest co-hosts, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern day sports. Listeners can hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page, both at William D. Farlow, post their own Will's Sports Movie Moment favorite for the opportunity to possibly have it featured on future Will's fifth quarter special episodes or show content as well. So my choice is going to be the movie Rebound. stars Martin Lawrence. He plays coach Roy McCormick, coach that gets in trouble in college basketball. He has to do some quote-unquote community service when he's banned for life from that college team he coached for. Um, you know, he kicked the other team's mascot, so that's never a good thing, even when it's a live bird. So he, he goes to coach at his former junior high school. And uh, the scene I'm picking, this is a team of kids, you know, junior high kids. They're not very good, never had a really good coach. So they're learning the game of basketball, pick and roll. But defense is really important in the game of basketball. And the scene is when Coach Roy sees them in the game, giving up three after three after three, not defending these other team's players. And he puts Icy Hot in their armpits and says, now you have to hold your hands up. And it's a really funny scene just because you see different coaches in basketball, whichever level it may be, high school, collegiate, AAU, um, professional, handle teaching their players defense differently. And I think this is a really humorous but effective way to do that. It compared to the Chicago Bears, and I'm comparing it to a defensive uh, Chicago Bears team as well. Defense and defense here. It's a really good comparison because this is a young Bears team. You know, you trade Wolcron Smith last year, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack was out the door before last season. This defense had young players coming into new starting roles for the first time. Travis Gibson, uh, rookies like Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, and you know they answered the call. They did the best they could, even though it was a really losing season. They got the first pick and everything, as you guys know. But going into this off season. They, you know, established to get some key veterans, a few hometown players on the defense. They got defensive ends like Andrew Billings, Demarcus Walker. Uh, Walker's a pretty good player from the Titans. They got, you know the players they got, but they had some really good veteran players to even more rookie presence. Once they had some edge rushers here, this defense is going to be making offenses wish they weren't playing the Bears defense. And it compares really well to the scene just because of how they're learning, you know, to play the game of football under these coaches, you know, in the terms of the rookies, like Tyreek Stevenson and uh, Gervon Dexter, Zach Pickens. But it's also them learning to play as a team with the new free agents coming in. You know, some of them are in different roles due to the depth chart movement now of new players coming in and out. So it's about them learning that team chemistry on defense. They had trouble last year. We saw some potential for the future of this defense positively, though, despite that last year. So if you haven't seen the movie Rebound, this is a really good scene. And like I said, it compares to, you know, a young Mount Vernon Smelter team in the movie learning to play defense as a team and team chemistry on defense. And that's hopefully what the Bears are continuing to do here in the offseason and for the upcoming season. So that's my Will Sports Movie Moment favorite. If you haven't seen Rebound, go check it out. That is all the time we have in Episode 73 of Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Tune in next time as we continue to cover all things Illinois State Redbird Athletics on the Redbird Sports Update. The White Sox and the Cubs on the windy city sides of North and South here in Chicago getting ready for the upcoming trade deadline. We will have all things covered through blog posts, live streams, sharing uh, posts or any tweets we might see on social media and on future Will Scores episodes. Fill you guys in on everything as it happens and continues to unfold. We will cover all things Chicago Bulls as they're in the final stages of their offseason getting ready for training camp 
and uh, you know preseason they're still practicing a lot so we have time to get you ready for all that stuff moving forward the Chicago Bears in their offseason and how things are progressing for the team every trade free agent move etc we will cover as usual and the Chicago Sky uh, as they continue to unfold as a team they have some new leadership as their head coach GM left and we'll continue to cover how that's affecting the team whether positive or negative as their season continues to unfold I want to thank our guest appearance Blake Haas for coming back to the show it's been a while, Blake, but we appreciate your support uh, continuously over the years of Will's Court Special, and we hope to definitely have you on again soon. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, you turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farrow, along with our guest appearance, Blake Haas, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials on our new website at willsfifthquarterspecial.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports. Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow and share it with us with the hashtag Will's fifth quarter special. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter never stops here at Will's fifth quarter special.